everyone good evening good afternoon good morning so team today we are planning to have a, a simple you know overview on the aws certified security specialty exam and the changes going to happen for the exam how to prepare for it what are the key things we have to keep in mind while preparing for the exam what are the job opportunities after this and those kind of stuff and before i start for those people who don't know me my name is krish i'll be your instructor for this whole session and i'm a security consultant cloud security consultant and enterprise cloud architect i support organizations to move to cloud platform design their cloud solutions and plan a proper cloud cloud governance strategy i do the cloud auditing as well that's about my profile team i work with various organizations to secure their cloud infrastructure as well also i do training for various cloud technologies for more information you can visit my linkedin profile now team today's plan is basically to discuss about the overview on these things as i said before we'll talk about the aws certifications and the aws certified security specialty certification the changes and the domain wise review now so there may be a lot of people here who already have done the aws certification like there is a lot of people who have already gone through the aws architect certification who have already prepared for the exams who have already working in the cloud computing who already cracked the aws security exam and all so this is basically for people who just want to understand how to prepare or plan for the aws certified security specialty now team when talking about the aws certifications okay when talking about the aws certifications just giving you a, a you know a very you know high level overview on this when talking about the cloud platform the aws is one of the top cloud service providers in the market right as you all know that aws is one of the top cloud service in the market and basically they offer a lot of certifications based on various categories like they are more specific like if you can see here team you can see that the aws offers you multiple certifications starting from the foundation perspective to the associate to the professional to the specialty they offer you vivid variety of certifications and each of these certifications specifically designed for certain kind of job roles or certain specific learning paths now i just want to give you a small introduction about these certifications first of all then we will discuss about the aws certified security specialty in detail now when talking about the cloud platform like you know when talking about any cloud platform we have something called as a aws we have something called as a azure we have multiple cloud service providers so as you as i uh, you know as i say in almost every sessions i am doing team whenever you talk about the word called as a cloud service provider one common question that i always get is where which is the best cloud service provider in the market so that's a com very common question which we get which is the best cloud service provider in the market and uh, like how can i basically choose the best provider and all so team the common answer which i always say is that team there is no best cloud service provider in the world because every cloud service provider have their own advantages and their own drawbacks and when it comes to aws this is one of the top providers in the market even though they call it as a market leader but they are one of the top leaders in the market who basically provide with the vivid variety of the cloud computing services and used by a lot of companies worldwide now aws holds more than 40% of the market share still from the day one that they have started now these are the certifications which they are having the first one is basically what we call as a 
AWS certified cloud practitioner. So as I say in almost every sessions team the AWS certified cloud practitioner is the most simple AWS certification which we have. So if there is anyone here who want to learn about the AWS cloud platform or maybe who want to learn about the cloud fundamentals and to learn with the you know start with the cloud computing journey then this is the best certification for you right the aws certified cloud practitioner and again you know like uh, like if you are a manager or maybe if you are a person who just want to get a foundational knowledge of the aws cloud platform then this is basically for you and this is you know you have to know all the common services of the cloud service provider in a high level overview you have to understand what benefits they are providing you have to understand how that can help you for your business and that is what we have to learn for the AWS certified cloud practitioner and the exam cost is actually hundred US dollars plus tax now after this particular foundation level certification team the next level of certification which we have is called as a AWS associate level certifications okay we have something called as a AWS associate level certifications so what is a AWS associate level certifications now we have a three certifications there called as a AWS Certified Solutions Architect Associate, the AWS Certified Developer Associate, AWS Certified Sysops Administrator Associate. So when you basically go for these associate level certifications team, if you want to start your journey in cloud computing, start yourself as a cloud administrator, or if you want to learn the architecting or designing principles of cloud computing and developmental concepts in cloud computing, then the AWS associated level certifications is the most important thing which we can go for. Like I'll give an example team. Now let's suppose that many people ask me that Krish, I am currently working as a system administrator or I am currently working as a like maybe Windows or Linux administrator or I am a network administrator or I'm a security expert. So for any of these people who want to start with the cloud computing and learn the designing part or the implementation part or the operational part of the cloud computing, then these are the best certifications you can opt for the AWS associate level certifications. So uh, just, just want to add team, the AWS certified uh, solutions architect associate has uh, got a very serious improvement recently. Like, you know, now they have something called as a SAA c03 so now they have revised the it to a new version and this is one of the brilliant certifications we are having because what happens team when you go for the aws certified uh, solutions architect associate this will give you a very detailed idea on a lot of services in aws plus this is a very good course where you can get your foundation strong in the cloud computing plus deployment in the cloud computing platform now then we have something called as a professional level certifications team so what is a professional level certifications i'll give an example now you are currently you know currently learn the aws certified solutions architect associate and after this you are basically trying to you know you're basically trying to upgrade yourself or basically advance your skills yourself to more skills in the cloud platform now this is common question i'm getting so krish i am currently working in the aws uh, uh, you know AWS cloud platform or my company is currently utilizing the AWS cloud platform I want to advance my skills or maybe you're saying that I want to just you know uh, Learn whatever I am doing in a more detailed way in that perspective team We can go for something called as a AWS certified solutions architect professional or AWS certified DevOps engineer professional just to give you an easy comparison if you go for the AWS certified solutions architect professional Whatever you're learning in the associate level 
you're learning in a much more deeper perspective with some more detailed concepts in the professional for example now we have a topic called as a aws s3 in the associate level certification the same topic here also we are learning but in a more detailed architecture aspect with a, like you know you'll be able to design more complex solutions and all this kind of stuff that's what we do and basically for going for the aws professional certification aws recommends you to have at least two years of aws prior experience and this is basically what we call as a aws devops engineer professional now team devops is everywhere right now you will hear the word called as devops a lot now what is the use of a aws certified devops engineer professional certification now let's suppose that team you are currently handling the currently handling the infrastructure and the application deployment etc in your on-premises or if, if you are basically working as a devops engineer on-premises if you want to move to cloud platform or if you want to adopt the aws cloud platform and deploy your whole ci cd pipeline in the aws cloud platform with a more automated services then you can go for the aws certified devops engineer professional so this is one of the best certifications which you can get when you basically go for the aws cloud platform but again as per the amazon they are recommending you at least two years of aws cloud experience but there is a lot of people who do this without that also that is completely fine but any which ways you must have the knowledge on this before you can basically go for any of these certifications now the last one is basically what we call as a aws certified or aws specialty level certifications that means that team this is not covering it in a more wider perspective these are specific to the technologies if you want to specialize in the database management skills go for the aws certified database specialty if you want to specialize on the machine learning ai and all this kind of stuff then go for the machine learning specialty if you want to learn about the end-to-end -end infrastructure architecture of the cloud platform learn the advanced networking specialty like this we have different specialties and out of these things the aws certified security specialty the aws certified security specialty is one of the most demanding aws certifications now available in the market if you basically see the market share or if you basically see the market value now whenever talking about cloud security one primary certification that most people recommend you or most experts will recommend you is the aws certified security specialty and in this webinar i'm going to give you an idea on the aws certified security specialty certification before we discuss about the you know aws security certification one major thing i want to add on this is that team there is a there is a cloud infrastructure when you basically go to the on-premises when you go for your own infrastructure in the data center or maybe when you basically go for your own data center what basically happens is that you are the provider you are the consumer so what you are doing there team whenever you are going for your own data center or your own infrastructure there is no cloud service provider so you have to manage everything from the infrastructure the physical security the hardware devices the security the, the, the physical hardware the network security the os security the application security so everything from end to end you have to handle by yourself but when you basically go to the cloud platform when you basically go to any cloud platform like amazon or azure or any cloud platform you have to or basically there is a cloud service provider who will take care of a lot of responsibilities for you okay there is someone called as a cloud service provider who will take care of a lot of responsibilities on your behalf and that is basically what we call as a security of the cloud 
security of the cloud that means that the cloud service provider called as aws is responsible for protecting the infrastructure which is and basically the services uh, deployed by the cloud platform so basically the hardware the the physical security the networking the facilities and all those things which makes your cloud platform must be secured by the cloud service provider and what is your responsibility is what we call as a security in the cloud where you are responsible for securing the operating system or patching maintenance troubleshooting database installations identity and access management uh, platform security encryption and key management data security so like this you have a lot of responsibilities there now krish why we have to learn this or why do we basically have to learn about cloud security let's suppose that team now this is a common question i am getting so now there is a developer let's take an example for a developer so team my developer is aware of something called as a python let's suppose that my developer is an expert in python or my developer is an expert in java or my developer is an expert in php so he is expert in whatever things he is supposed to know whatever programming languages he is supposed to know when your company is moving to cloud platform okay when your organization is moving to cloud platform does your developer has to also learn the cloud computing team does your cloud service provider also have to learn cloud computing when your company is moving to cloud platform because they are already aware of the programming language and all the kind of stuff they have to know but when you are moving to cloud platform does your cloud service provider have to know about the various stuff like or basically they have to know about the various kind of uh, you know cloud service and all yeah even if we say it depends but in 99.99% cases team it is very important for the developer to basically understand or it is very important for the developer to have a very detailed understanding of the cloud service pro platform i'll give an example for that now obviously that when your company is moving to cloud platform your applications may also move to cloud platform right like for example you have a you have a you know you have a customer application or you have an application processing customer data when your application is moving to the cloud platform you already have a lot of security challenges but when you say you are moving to cloud platform your application is going to encounter a lot more challenges i'll give an example team now we have an application in our on premises so what is the benefit so this application is currently in my data center in my server so i have the complete control over it i can customize it i can get any log files i want i can access it whenever i want i know where it is located i know what is security but when you take this application to a cloud platform like maybe amazon azure whatever it is you know take it to a cloud platform you have someone called as a cloud service provider there you have something called as a shared responsibility model there what is shared responsibility model that means the provider will take care of something and the rest you have to take care so there is a shared responsibility model then there is something called as a multi tenancy we are using a shared infrastructure where we have to go for something called as a encryption it's a mandatory thing now we are basically going to a cloud service provider where we have we are going for a pass platform so in the pass platform do you have a complete control like the on premises no like this team we are adding a lot more risk when you go to the cloud platform if the developer who is developing these applications are not aware of that specific risk when you go to the cloud platform how can they develop a proper application for that or how can they ensure that the application is properly secure so from your developer to your devops engineer to your operations persons to everyone in the company they must be aware of the advantages as well as drawbacks in the cloud computing
okay that is a first point which i want to give you now when i started my journey in cloud computing like if you basically ask me when i when i start i started my cloud journey in 2010 there was only one or two you know job roles i have seen like you know there is something called as a cloud architect this is the only job role which i have seen cloud architect or maybe sometimes cloud engineer you will see but after some time after 2016 or 2017 i'll say now you can see that you have more than 100 plus job roles in the cloud computing 100 plus types of jobs you have in cloud computing and for all those job roles almost every job roles in cloud computing security in the cloud is a necessary skill i'll give an example team now let's suppose that you have learned aws or let's any cloud platform okay you have learned aws let's suppose you learned aws or maybe you have learned azure or maybe you have learned gcp it's perfectly fine team do you know what is the name of the service in aws where we can store the ob object data or like google drive we have a service in aws do you know what is the name of it s3 s3 so there is a service in aws called as a s3 or simple storage service this is one of the most used storage service in the world in cloud okay like the netflix the amazon prime uh, the you know like almost every website you see we are using this s3 it's a, one of the hottest services we are having in the market now now let's suppose that you have learned aws you know how to deploy or how to create a s3 bucket you know how to store data in it you know how to manage replication of the bucket you know the configuration part of it but if you are not aware of the security challenges in the amazon s3 what will happen team if you are not aware of the security challenges what will happen team you will basically face a massive number of security issues and data loss data breaches compliance challenges and that is the reasons why team if you if you simply google it now if you google it now just google as the aws s3 breaches or aws s3 compromises you can see millions of it you can see millions of compromises now like uh, like you know like uh, you have seen that like you know just i don't want to say the name of it but again you know just a few days back uh, there is a you know there is some nearly 1.1.4 million customer data is breached from amazon s3 bucket if you see every year if you see every year 2020 2021 2022 every year you see you can see a massive number of breaches happens in amazon s3 now obviously there is a question which can coming up Krish, if Amazon S3 is having this much amount of breaches, if Amazon S3 can basically uh, have this much amount of challenges, then why do we have to go for it? It can cause lack of compliance, breach of customer data, uh, you know, privacy breach, uh, you know, uh, penalties and all. Like it can be a massive challenges. So in that case, then why we have to go for Amazon S3? But if you see almost 70% of this attacks team if you basically see 70% attacks all these 70% attacks for Amazon s3 happens because of only one reason can you guess it is what team 70% of all these things all these attacks or all these breaches or all these compromises you see is because of only one thing primarily 
exactly that is what we call as a misconfiguration misconfiguration Neg it's not a negligence we can say it's a lack of knowledge misconfiguration see it in just i just googled it when i was just just while i am talking to you see misconfiguration everywhere is misconfiguration if you see any breaches if you talk to any breaches it is not because amazon s3 is a bad thing it is because of the misconfiguration and do you know why misconfiguration happens people only think about convenience or lack of proper cloud security knowledge and that is the reason why whether you are a cloud database administrator or cloud operations administrator or a cloud architect or cloud uh, uh, storage expert or cloud compliance expert or maybe cloud uh, you know application expert developer whatever it is it is very important for you to have a detailed understanding and a proper awareness of the security in the cloud platform this is a mandate this is the easiest way i want to convey this message to your team i hope you got it like this is not the case of this one now you are you are deploying a database in the cloud platform you are deploying a storage in the cloud platform you are deploying a server in the cloud platform you are deploying machine learning models in the cloud platform you are deploying a lot of stuff like this so what is the guarantee on all the security if there is a misconfiguration happens or if there is any kind of things like that happen it is going to make the company pay a massive thing okay and even though you see I, I will just give you some i'll give an example here team just a minute i'll show you something which i want to you know just want to make you aware why this is important for us because there is no point you're learning things without understanding the reason, proper reason for a team just a minute team so if you basically go through if you basically go through uh there's a document given by csa i will if you want i can share this link also no problem team there's a document given by csa called as a top threats in cloud computing they will release it like maybe every year or two years they will release uh, the latest one is called as a pandemic 11. okay the la latest top 11 vulnerabilities in cloud computing pandemic 11 see it features the top 11 vulnerabilities if you scroll down to the list of vulnerabilities you see here you can see that misconfiguration is one of the major security issue we are having misconfiguration see this team and the second one is lack of cloud security architecture and strategy lack of a proper cloud security architecture and misconfiguration is a massive challenge when you go to cloud computing and this is what we have to fix when you're learning cloud computing see whether it's aws or azure or gcp or alibaba or oracle or ibm or any cloud platform these two things persist until unless you know how to do things properly until unless you're aware of how things are working properly this can be a challenge for us okay i i hope you got a decent idea on this team now i hope you got an idea on why we have to learn the and now before we go to the security part of it i want to give you one more thing i won't tell you one more thing about this for example team we are going to something called as a cloud platform so chris you are talking about security so i will put the proper security controls there so i'll give an example team now now if you basically go to aws what basically happens to the team okay now if you basically go to aws what happens that okay 
so whenever you basically go to aws cloud platform or maybe azure cloud platform or anything like that when you only focus on security what will happen team you are now trying to focus more on security and you are putting all the security controls in place when you focus only on security or when you focus more on security what will happen there team that's a good idea for sure but if you focus more on security sometimes it can bring down the performance and usability it can also bring down the performance and usability that is one challenge we are having the second challenge we are having is that team there is something called as a massive cost i'll give an example now let's take a simple example here there is a there is a attack there is an attack which is basically they are called as a ddos attack team do you know what is a primary goal of a ddos attack so to make things unavailable right to affect the availability to make a thing unavailable it can be a storage it can be a server whatever it is to make something unavailable that's a goal of a ddos attack and this is one of the major threats faced by every companies nowadays okay in a cloud also there's no difference you have a lot of ddos attacks happening and people are waiting for you to make a mess to your company now so if there is a ddos attack happens okay it can cause you per month or maybe per year it can cost you around 12000 us dollar it can cost you around 12000 us dollar loss you will lose 12000 us dollars per year we call it as ale annualized loss expectancy so totally it will cost you around 12000 us dollars per year you will lose the money now so you're saying krish i want to make sure i want to have a security for this there is a service in aws called as a aws shield there is a service in aws called as a aws shield for this so what we will do team this service can help you to protect against the ddos attacks but my question is that when we go for the aws shield the problem is that the monthly cost for this the monthly cost for this is that 3000 us dollars plus this will cost around 3000 us dollars per month this is per year this is per month team shall we go for it what do you feel can we go for this because the cost of security control is more than what the loss we will incur if we have an attack successful right so this is not a feasible solution in that case in the case i example i told you so what we have to do ha huh, like right so that is the reason why what we do is that we have to have security for sure and we have to find solutions for that but that solution must be feasible in perspective of cost in perspective of usability in perspective of convenience in perspective of interoperability and portability in perspective of the business so in all the perspectives the solution you are choosing must be feasible now that is the reason why when you become a security architect when you basically become a cloud security architect instead of simply learning in the name of the solution you have to learn about the solution how the solution is going to help you how much cost to incur what is the easiest way for doing or what are the different ways of doing something like for example i want to have a ddos protection shall i go for aws shield or shall i go for aws waf shall i go for some third party tools so i do nothing so which is the best method you must be knowing how to choose it so all these things you have to learn if you want to become a cloud security architect this is some overview i want to tell you team okay 
now team when talking about the cloud platform okay talking about the cloud platform so you can see that you can see that there is something called as a now when you go for the aws certified security specialty exam as i said before it's a specialty level exam that means they are primarily focusing on the security part of the cloud computing securing the aws cloud architecture you are deploying is what the primary and the end goal of this particular certification and uh, you know the certification came in 2018 in 2018 uh, specifically specifically saying in april 2018 i i remember as if my mind is correct uh, my memory is correct is basically on april 2018 the, the, the certification first came and what happened was uh, means whenever aws release an exam previously okay not now i don't see it now but before when aws release a new exam they will have a beta exam first that means you can write a beta exam first and then only they will release the main exam so i wrote the beta exam they have cancelled all the stuff after that then they again made another beta exam again come to the security like it was a long journey on that but it's really interesting now after all these years this became one of the key certifications if you want to get into cloud security so we'll come to that in detail don't worry but just to give you an idea on this exam the cost of every specialty exam in the aws is basically 300 us dollars plus tax will come according to the location you are in india if it's different then you have a tax so basically wherever you are based on your country there is a tax for this particular certification and you can write the exam via online proctored exam or pearson view testing center like you know when you basically go for a if you want to book an exam it's very simple just make an account in the in the aws there is a website called as aws.training Okay, we have a website called as a AWS dot training. I'll show you the website just in case if anyone is not aware of it. AWS dot training. So all you have to do is the team. You have to create an account on this website called as AWS dot training, and then you can book the exam through the Pearson VU testing center. Previously there was PSI also available, but now only Pearson VU. Just click on sign in or maybe create account and start, you know, booking the exam here. This is the website we have to. used for booking the examination aws dot training now if you want to go for this thing means either you can write from home or office wherever it is or maybe the exam center also and as as per the exam you have total of 65 questions there team you have a total of 65 questions out of the 65 questions 50 questions is basically where you get the actual score okay 50 questions is basically where you get the actual score and 15 questions are just for research purposes and it is basically there is no score for this particular thing don't forget so total out of 55 65 questions you are having 50 questions is basically where you are getting actually evaluated and 50 questions are 15 questions are basically for research purposes where they will only give you or they will just uh, don't give you any score for it so it's never and also one more thing it's never possible for you to identify which is the real one or the testing one because it will mixed up like it's not the last one it's always mixed up that means that you have to write all the 65 questions okay that's how it works and the exam is beautifully divided team like you know one thing i like about the certification is that this exam is covering everything you need see this exam is covering all the five domains which is basically the key pillars of security so when i teach or basically when i start i will always say this one definitely this is the domain one i know but again obviously in the cloud platform the most risky and most challenging one identity and access management 
managing the proper access to the cloud platform authentication authorization and all this kind of stuff then we have to learn about the designing of a cloud infrastructure like vpc and all this kind of stuff then learning about the encryption and data security then having a proper logging monitoring and security alerting then incident response these were these are the domains which we have for the current exam versions as of now we have a total of five domains in the aws certified security specialty examination and these are the weightages we are having here now what are the prerequisites for this exam let's let's check it out team so see this team the aws certified security specialty validates your expertise in creating and implementing security solutions in the cloud platform so now i'll give an example now you are currently an aws cloud architect or you are now currently you know uh, working as aws data expert aws uh, operations administrator aws monitoring expert etc this is a specialized certification who can basically focus on the security architecture and security operations of the cloud platform like for example it's a it's a wider topic right so it basically give you that perspective now so if you want to basically know about the exam in detail now team you can basically go for this exam guide it's basically available free of cost and uh, you can if i if i click on this exam guide see this team you can see that see the aws security specialties for individuals who want to perform a security role in the cloud platform and you must be able to have these skills what are the skills you must have you must be able to know the word concept of data classification various data protection mechanisms encryption or data and transit security various aws security services and etc and as per amazon you must have at least five years of it experience this is what they recommend at least you must have a five years of it security experience but all these things are not mandatory anybody can write any aws exam directly if you want you can basically write the aws certified security specialty exam directly you don't have to pass any prior exams you can directly go for the aws certified security specialty exam without any prerequisites and they are saying that you must be able to know all these kind of concepts clear like you know shared responsibility security controls logging and monitoring threat modeling patch management automation uh, then disaster recovery encryption like this there are multiple things they are saying telling you and you can see the exam score here so it's a multiple choice questions we have and it contains totally 60 65 questions 50 questions will affect your score and 15 questions are basically unscored okay and basically the passing score is now 750 this is the passing score 750 okay and this is the current exam guide we are having and the exam duration is now 170 minutes in the current existing exam pattern now we are here to discuss about the new exam pattern called as a aws certified security specialty scs c02 so starting from the july 11th starting from the 11th of july 2023 if you say exactly some five nearly five years after the first exam release the first exam was released on april 2018 and now it's in july 2023 now they are planning for the change in this exam they are adding a lot of new contents and they are make the they are making the way a bit more detailed and this exam is basically you know going to be changing from the july 11 2023 and the one good part and bad part is that team there's no beta exam you they will release the exam directly there's no sample exam or beta exam before that so let's do a comparison of this team we'll have a small comparison of this exam 
see this team in the previous exam pattern if you go for you can see that there is only five domains there is only five domains incident response logging and monitoring infrastructure identity and access management data protection so you have only five domains but if you go for the new exam pattern you will be having total six domains they have added one more domain called as a management and security governance i will tell you why we are basically learning this don't worry we'll be coming to this first in detail don't worry but any which way team they are now adding this domain called as a management and security governance so the change they have made in the names is that in this is added this one is added additionally and previously we have a domain called as a incident response but now it's called as a threat detection and incident response that's the difference in the names okay that's the first thing so if you if you basically see this team it was basically previously you know uh, 12 percentage but now they have increased it to 14 percentage previously it was 20 percentage for logging and monitoring now it's basically 18 percentage like this they have completely reshuffled the domains now what about the exam so krish how do i prepare for this uh, team one one major thing which i always hear about the exam is that there is something called as a dumps team what is a dumps have you heard of dumps in the exam team i know everyone is aware of this what is a dumps brain dumps or dumps we will say right these are previous questions right previous questions and basically you know or maybe uh, what i uh, what i felt you know bit at least for me what i felt personally in very bad is the team when you go for the old aws exams you will see that by simply reviewing some dumps by simply going through some dumps you are getting in the market plus some memorizing some topics you will be able to pass almost every aws exams but now if you see that team in the exam almost 99% of the questions you are getting or maybe more than this almost 99% plus questions you get you are getting in the exam is now scenario based this is the most important thing team this exam is now completely scenario based that means that you will not get any question or about what is this what is that nothing like that they will give you a scenario this is my challenge this is what i'm currently facing what is the best solution for this so if you want to answer this there are two things if you want to answer this it is mandatory that you must have a knowledge in aws security service or aws cloud services then you must be able to understand you must be have done the hands on part of aws if you want to part pass the aws exam team you have to pass or you you have to do the hands on part you have to make your hands dirty it's mandatory because i'll give an example now let's suppose you are getting a question in the aws exam regarding incident response or maybe you know some kind of a log management alerting etc until unless you have done that in the in with your with your bare hands if you have not done that then you will you will definitely you know you will definitely will not be able to remember the steps because in the exam the in some exams i see what is i see is that team they will give you they will give you all the answers correct so we have a question we have a four answers let's suppose okay so out of this all four answers you will see all of them will be correct you will see all of them will be correct but if you read the question carefully 
if you read the question carefully with the specific key points plus if you think in a more of a business organizational perspective then obviously you will be able to find the best out of it maybe in the cost perspective maybe in the compliance perspective maybe in the business perspective if you read the question carefully you'll be able to choose the best one out of all those four answers and that is a kind of skill what aws expects from you this is certification now is completely scenario based every question you are getting in the exam will be asking you about a detailed approach like they will give you scenarios they will give you challenges and that is basically what we have to answer based on the your experience or what we have actually done it's a first thing okay like for example now there is something called as a security automation we have something called a security automation so how do you respond to a security incident how do you make sure that you automate the response for a security incident how do you handle a proper patch management how do you handle issue when there is a non-compliance occurs how do you basically handle data security challenges like this they will give you some massive challenges and you have to be able to solve it okay that is how it works so let's do one thing team let's dig into deeper about this particular new exam pattern so let me take that link for you so if you scroll down you can see that the exam is going to change and from starting from july 11th you will be able to write the new exam okay so if i if i basically scroll down or if i basically click on this exam link and if i click on that is exam guide this is the new exam guide this will is active from the july 11th okay scs c02 is the upcoming exam version so i will tell you what all things they have made as a difference okay i will tell you what all things they have made you made as a difference so when you basically go for this team uh to give you an easy way to understand sorry for this so first of all previously what they say is that team the candidate must have a five years experience mandatory right now what they say is that team the candidates must be having at least three to five years experience in designing and implementing security solutions previously it was five years now they are saying three to five years but in the topic perspective team i don't see much changes like you know if you basically see the topic perspective i'll, sh I'll, scroll, I'll show you the topics here if you scroll down I'll compare both side by side. You will be able to understand this easily. Just a minute. Okay, let me take the old one also. See this team. If you basically see the services in the older one, they are saying that, see, these are the services you have to learn. Like in the management governance, you have an audit manager, cloud trail, config. Like you have a lot of services here. If you go to the new version, they also have the same thing. They also have the same thing. The only difference that team are the only topic which I see in my view what I see is changed is the team. They have added one topic called as a network access analyzer in the topic perspective. Okay, in the topic perspective. This is the only topic which they have added called as a network access analyzer rest every topic is same. Okay. If you see the in scope of service in AWS exam, they will, the, the only topic which they have added is the network access analyzer. Except that almost every topics, the, the, the topic, the service names are same only. Okay. Now the next thing is that 
but this time they have made your guide a bit more detailed. I'll show you how it works. See this team. Now, as I said before, there is a total of six domains now threat detection, incident response, security logging and monitoring, infrastructure, identity and access management, data production, and management security and governance. Now, if you go to the domain, first of all, we have something called as a design and implement incident response plan. Team, you will see two words here. The first word is called as a knowledge of. The second word is called as a skills in. What is the difference, team? Knowledge of means that team, this is just you have to have an understanding or you have to know what is this. And this is basically where you can apply this knowledge. You must be able to apply your knowledge. You must be having a proper hand or expertise to implement it. Okay, this is for your understanding. These things you must be able to understand. And whatever you have knowledge here, you must be able to apply that to implement on these things. So don't forget team if there is anyone who asks if if you feel a doubt that Krish, what is the difference between knowledge of something and skills and something? Knowledge means you know, okay, you have to understand what is this in a theoretical perspective. And skills it means that team, whatever you have learned there. How do I apply this in reality? Okay, now first is called as an incident response plan. What is the incident response plan team? So incident response means that now if there is any compromise happens, okay, now if there is any compromise happens or if basically there is any kind of incident happens, key file compromises, then bucket compromised S3 bucket, compromised instances, Huh, ISP failure. Huh. See, if there is any comp, so basically, if there is any incident happen, what is the incident? Incident is an unplanned event. So, whenever there is an incident happened, how do I take care of that? Or we can say, how do I make sure that I can have a proper incident response plan there? Because when you say incident response, it's not a single thing. Like, you know, Krish, now there is an incident occurred, so we will do something there. It's not like that. There is a predefined approach for each kind of incident because the primary goal of incident response is to restore the operation back as soon as possible and to minimize the impact. I'll repeat once again, team. The primary goal of incident response is to reduce the uh, impact of the incidents and to make sure that we can restore the operation as soon as possible. Now. How do I basically do that team? There's multiple things like detection. We have a detection phase. We have a containment phase. We have a, a securing phase like we have multiple phases there. So we have to know the services like AWS. So we must for detection. Let's suppose if you want to detect something is wrong. You have to use services like guard duty. You have to use services like detective. You have to use something called a security hub. Macy, uh, you know, CloudWatch. Cloud trail like this, you have to use a multiple services for detecting these kind of incidents. And for response, you can use something called as a web application firewall. Uh, you can use something called as a uh, this one, like uh, the, uh, the the DDoS protection shield. Then you can you go for something called as a security groups, network ACLs, network firewalls. Like this, you can do a lot of things using a lot of things. You can basically respond to it like the same way. That process is what we call as an incident response plan. So identifying the threats, 
and also responding to incidents. It's a very important thing. So first of all, you, will, you have to have an understanding of the incident response plan. And from the previous exam topic team, I have seen something called as a, uh, you know, this ACE, uh, this AWS security findings format is there. Then uh, how do you basically have a proper incident response plan? That is very important now. And also there is something called as a playbooks and runbooks. So if you are a person who is working in the SOC and all, you will basically know this playbooks and runbooks. So how do I basically understand or, or understand or implement a proper playbook or runbook? So these are something which they have added extra to the task one. If you basically go to the task two, detect security threats and anomalies. Something different, right? Something is which is basically not not normal. I'll give an example for a no anomaly. Now team, we have a okay. We have a uh, something unusual. Yeah, I'll give an example. So we have something called as a, uh, you know, let's suppose I'm currently in India now. So in India, what happens? We have a website. We have a website or we have a shopping site. So we have a shopping website hosted in the cloud platform. So normally, this is only for Indian customers. Let's suppose that this is only for Indian customers. Now what will happen team? Let's suppose that Normally the traffic of this website will come from morning 8 a.m. To night 11 p.m. So between these hours the traffic will be always fluctuating Sometimes it will be high sometimes it will be low but If you see a massive amount of traffic coming in the middle of the night by 2 a.m 2 a.m. Or maybe 1 30 a.m. What do you have to understand their team? What do you have to understand or what do you have to what you can suspect there? You can see it's an anomaly Right, huh, something is going wrong, right? I will give you another example Now you see that You when you basically go for your identity and access management You have seen some three new users when you open your identity and access management you see some three new users Okay but you didn't create them you are seeing that in between occasionally some new users are getting created some instances are getting some VMs are getting created Some buckets are getting created So that is something which is suspicious, right? So Identifying these anomalies and fixing it in the root can basically avoid a lot of challenges Okay, that is basically what we call as a task statement to call as a detect security threats and anomalies by using AWS services. See, like we have, we can use something called as IAM Access Analyzer, Config. This is a very important service team. Trust me, you will get at least more than five, six percent of the exam, which will have a word called as Config. Like this, this is basically a very, like this, you know, we have a security hub, Macy. So you, by using these services, you can find these kind of threats and anomalies. So I give you two examples of anomalies like this. We have multiple examples. So we have to know how these anomalies can basically be detected. And that is what we call as a detect security threats and anomalies. So if you want to know something is an anomaly. First, what you have to know. You have to know what is normal. Right. If you know what is normal. Then you know what is anomaly, right? So that is the same way you have to basically make sure you configure your proper cloud service. That's what we call the task management two. Now we have something called a three called as a 
respond to compromised workloads so this is a very interesting theme in fact you know one of my one even though it's a very small topic i feel but i this is one of my favorite things in the marketing respond to compromise if there is a compromise happens let can let's say user compromise an application security compromise server com instance compromise bucket compromise if there is a compromise happened how do you manage it how do you respond to it and that is what we call as a responding to compromise workloads okay responding to compromise workloads so in that scenario when you respond i'll give an example team now for anything which is happening in your business if you do a response manually what is the problem team tell me for anything happening in your business you are just responding manually attackers has done enough damage right like okay now you identify there is a, there is something wrong and after that after some time maybe after you know you have reached back to your office you would open your laptop you open log into the cloud platform by the time you respond to that particular security incident the attacker has done enough mistake there enough damage there right so how do i avoid that that is the reason why we go for automation there how do i automate some see you don't have to be a master in automation here but they want you to understand the concepts of automation where all ads we can apply the automation like for example now is it or which all tools you can use for automation and some examples you have to learn here okay and how do you properly respond to a step-by-step -step incident that's a very important this is a very important part of this domain then we have a logging and monitoring domain so team logging and monitoring don't confuse the name it is talking about logging security log monitoring monitoring and all the kind of stuff so first of all design and implement monitoring and alerting to address security events team always keep one point in mind if you want to respond to a security incident you must be first of all have a mechanism to properly detect it what happens if your detection mechanisms are weak obviously you know everything is gone right so detection is one major challenge now there is an attack happens there is a compromise happens if i don't know if that have that is happening if i don't know that is basically there how do you respond to it see that's why we have to always make sure we have understanding of the now that's a very so krish currently i'm having some tools in or i'm having all day sock in my company or basically some tools in my company so can i basically use that to my cloud also or extend to my cloud also now point number one is the team definitely yes you can have a sock in your on-premise and all but like the same way when you say you're going to cloud platform you have to plan your sock or you have to plan your operations in such a way that it must be able to understand and address the specific security challenges in the cloud platform as well so now what we are learning in this domain is that whatever we are having in the on-premises what is the kind of similar service in the aws cloud platform which is specifically able to manage the security operations in the cloud got it like in aws in on-premises we have to we use a tool called as a splunk what is a splunk team it's a sim tool right so like splunk can i use splunk in the aws cloud platform or what is a native aws default aws tool in the aws tool for sim solution like guard duty example yeah and team before yes, we go for this yeah. always keep in mind team the domain number one we are having right it is covering 14 percentage and you can expect approximately up to nine questions on the domain one but again you know it can vary but 
approximately nine question if you see the percentage value nine questions you can expect from the exam from the domain one in the domain two team we have something called as a security and monitoring where we are talking about the monitoring and alerting to address so basically you must be able to have a detection mechanism you must be able to monitor the events and alert you like you know when something is going wrong you must be alerted plus there must be a proper automated response for that particular activities also then how to troubleshoot see basically you know sometimes even if you have implemented monitoring and logging still it may not be you know satisfying the proper requirements so you have to continuously optimize it to make sure that that is properly able to meet your business requirements okay that's it then design and implement proper logging team logging is of many use cases why do you log compliance business requirements forensic for many purpose you have to do a logging and if you talk about logging you have different type of log files application logs network logs access logs uh, monitoring uh, cloud watch logs you, if you see you can see a lot of log files so how do i basically collect all these log files properly how do i properly integrate them how do i analyze them based on the requirements how do i basically you know receive the findings how do i segregate them that's very important okay like including troubleshooting also how do i normalize it how do i feed it to a sim tool like that so the domain two is i feel the domain two is one of the one of the most important domains and the domain two is basically 18 percentage of the exam so obviously it will take almost around what we can say Huh, nearly 12 questions you will be getting the exam okay so in domain one you will get nine questions approximately and domain two i am expecting you will get approximately 12 questions in the exam then if you go for domain three domain three is talking about the infrastructure or infrastructure security so i will see the team this domain three is the largest domain you have or most you know because it covers 20 percent of the exam okay this domain covers 20 percent of the exam that means approximately 13 questions you get an exam so when you go for this team now when you basically build a data center in your premises you you create networks you create sub networks right team why do we create networks and sub networks team never on premises why do we divide our network into sub networks for segregation right for segmentation to make sure that we can isolate the different kind of zones and all right now in the cloud also you are deploying a virtual data center you are deploying something called a vpc virtual private cloud where you have to have a dmz public private secure like you have different zones there right and how do you secure them what are the aws services we can use for securing them managing the traffic to route, route the traffic to them uh, you know serve them without an issue so what are the common service we can use for that and when compared to the previous exam team i see that you know this is almost the same again this is almost everything is basically same only team but i see some you know the difference is that they have specifically mentioned some words except that everything is same okay then we have something called a task within two we're talking about design and implement proper controls like you know team there is a word called as a defense in depth we have a word called as a defense in depth so what is defense in depth i'll give an example team now at the time of the covid pandemic you have you you were wearing a mask right and you were wearing at least a mask with the three layers where do you want to layer a, wear a three-layer mask in the covid pandemic or maybe you were you, you may be wearing some 
10 20 layers also why like same way in security this is the baseline principle in the, this is a major principle either in cloud or on premises that means that team whenever we have a security control we have a security control we must make sure we have one more control must be there in place so that even if this control misses the thing this control can catch it for any control which is direct directly addressing a threat there must be a compensatory control or there must be a backup control to catch the failure of the first one and in fact even in the cloud platform you need to have a very extensive knowledge of that without affecting performance and without affecting usability you must know how to have a proper defense in depth in the cloud platform trust me team this is even though in the i don't know i'm not talking about the exam if you go for the interviews or if you basically work in the real time this is one major thing because you need to know how to plan a proper defense in depth approach in the cloud platform trust me this is super important you must know like what is the use of a secure group network acls firewalls waf so how do you use it for multiple layers how do you secure the traffic from one location to another how do you configure a vpc and all this kind of stuff right so out of this team like you know you must be able to have an understanding of these kind of things and basically see when you say skills in doesn't mean you must know how to implement everything in this you must know the architecture of these things that's all now the third thing is the team designing and implementing security controls of computer so basically for example let's suppose now you are running servers you are running servers or you are running containers or you are running uh, maybe you know uh, lambda functions etc or maybe you know serverless etc for all this kind of stuff how do you ensure that you have a proper security for your servers or your containers etc that is what we're talking in the domain called as a implement security controls or module called as implement security controls for compute workloads then obviously troubleshooting so as i said before team the domain 3 is basically cover is one of the major domains in the exam because this is the covers the massive largest part of the exam where it contains 20 percentage and approximately you can expect up to 13 questions in that one three then we have the next domain called as domain 4 this is my all this is my all-time favorite this is my all-time favorite and the most important domain according to me if i teach aws security i will teach this first because this is my all-time favorite because this is the most hottest things in the market and team in the previous domain always keep in mind this is the domain where we have one major topic additionally added called as a vpc uh reachability analyzer that's one thing they have added also now here in the domain for identity and access management team trust me this domain is it's almost like you know 16 percentage right this domain covers totally 16 percentage so you will get approximately up to 10 questions in the exam i'm expecting okay now in this domain how much more you can get your hands dirty that much is a chance you pass the exam if you're going for the exam if in the exam perspective how much make you make your hands dirty in this domain that much you chance you pass the exam because this domain trust me team is very important where you must know how to provision users secure them access control roles multi-account access so when you go for an organization they will never go for a single aws account they have to go for a multi-account scenario so how do you manage it how do you manage the permissions how can you revoke the permissions 
how do you have a proper uh, you know proper multi account management how do you have a role based access control what is separation of duties like this you have to learn all this stuff okay this is one major domain we are having okay so like you know for example now now you are you are a user in the cloud platform what are the prerequisites you have to keep in mind when securing users when managing the user accounts or when managing your application users how do you make sure you give the proper permission to them how do you revoke the permission how do you restrict the permission to a particular time what is a conditional based policy like that then and one more thing is their team i'm what i am saying in every domain so i am telling you right in, in this domain you will get 10 questions in another domain you will get 13 percent right but always keep it for one point in mind that these questions are always mixed up in the scenarios multiple topics will make will be mixed up always keep in mind okay and the next domain which was the previous last domain called as a domain five called as data protection where we are talking about two things data at rest and data in transit or data in motion what is data at rest the data which is storing in some kind of storage devices and data in transit means data which is moving so how do i secure these data where we talk about the encryption uh, key management uh, you know the hsm devices security so this is one major thing because you know i have seen nearly in the in the as per the new exam pattern it's 18 percentage so approximately you will get 12 questions in the exam okay on this thing this is one major domain we are having for sure you have to know about encryption end-to-end -end. whatever encryption mechanism you can have for aws cloud platform you must learn that end-to-end -end if you go for this domain called as data protection then then there is a last domain which they have newly added called as a management and security governance now this domain covers approximately 14 percent of the exam so you will get for sure at least nine questions so chris why do i learn this definitely all these things are the from the previous exam only but this domain is very important for us team now you are working in a company okay whatever you do from that point you reach your organization to log off you're doing it for the business right so now i am currently working in an organization so whatever i am doing must be aligned with the business requirements right because now let's suppose your company says team go ahead learn aws go ahead learn azure why your company want to learn aws why your company wanted to learn azure it's because they want to make sure that you will be ready so that they will be able to meet their business requirements right like when handling multiple accounts when handling services when handling all these things how do you properly have a proper governance over it i'll tell you what is a governance now it's a common word team governance is a very common word we are having now you are currently working as a part of an organization so to make sure that whatever things you're doing is aligned with the proper business requirements to ensure that whatever activities you are performing in your organization or whatever things you're doing must be aligned the rules or the the activities or the structured approach or everything you're creating for ensuring that whatever you're doing in the business is supporting the company is called as a governance team how do you ensure governance by policies right and that is what you're learning 
in this domain called as a management and security governance so team these are the total six domains you have in the examination in fact this domain is very important for sure team you have to means whatever topics are same from the previous exam only but this is a very important exam thing so in this exam also the exam format is basically 65 you will have a total of 65 questions in the new exam also as per the updates from the website you will get on you will have only 65 questions again 50 questions are basically for uh, the score and 16 questions are basically for the research based now i am conduct i'm just uh, you know wait giving some next uh, 10 minutes for the people who already know aws maximum five ten minutes for people who already know aws i'll give you some one or two questions team i want you to see if you can answer this team please go through this question this is how the question will look in the exam if you go for the aws certified security specialty now i will give you a rule to follow team if you if you basically practice it properly you always read this first read the choices first then read the question line by line read the read the entire question this is very important read the entire question and understand what is the requirement they are telling you don't think as an exam perspective think as a, a team in your company is asking you for this be in that role and you answer this a security architect want to assess and maintain aws resource compliance to achieve this compliance the security architect must confirm the subnets of the vpc are not assigned a public ip address before the subnets are provisioned the security architect also want to configure a solution to automatically detect and centralize a list of security findings what should the architect do to meet the requirements with the fewest configuration steps now team this is based on the new curriculum and this needs one particular knowledge that means that in aws okay in aws last year okay last year i feel i guess the key points is like this team whenever you're planning deploy something the vpc must be properly complying with the requirements before it is provisioned before it is provisioned if you want to do something before it is provisioned there must be something proactive that means that team now in aws last year they have introduced a feature called as a proactive compliance the aws config has basically implemented something called as a proactive compliance okay aws config last year has got a new change called as a proactive compliance using the proactive compliance if you basically or definitely i want to explain more i'm just giving an idea only using the proactive compliance you can make sure that you can basically see maybe a can be right or b can be right but question clearly says the point that fewest configuration steps then d will be the answer i'm not going for much deeper about this because team this is not a session for that this is for the overview so the exam questions will look like this okay one more question team can you answer this try it out team okay so team if you go for this question a company has a legacy application that output all logs to a local text file log from all company applications that run aws must be continuously monitored for security messages so team now this is the point where you have to understand about one point the only way 
you can monitor logs inside an instance the only way you can monitor a logs inside an instance is using something called as a cloudwatch logs okay point number 1 the only way you can use or you can set, you monitor the log files from inside an instance or inside a server is basically using a service called as a cloudwatch logs so now team we can eliminate all the other things can you basically uh, eliminate other things team it is never possible for you to you know export something to cloudtrail you can take it from cloudtrail you cannot give it to cloudtrail so it's never possible practically impossible now let's do one thing team let's eliminate all the other things without cloudwatch so whenever you talk about the acts identity and access management logs go to cloudtrail whenever talking about os or application logs think about cloudwatch logs so the answer is b because using the cloudwatch logs you can send all the, when talking about cloudwatch logs what happens that in this cloudwatch logs you can see that the first one if you basically go for cloudtrail as i said before it's never possible for you to send anything to cloudtrail cloudtrail inspector is basically for a different story now here i'm talking about logging inside the operating system and that is only possible through the cloudwatch logs so these kind of key concepts you have to keep in mind for the exam okay that's it answer is b for this okay just giving you some two examples team about the kind of questions you get in the exam but trust me if you do these things if you do these things if you read and do these things properly this exam is going to be the easiest one for you now one more thing we will discuss and we will finish team now many people ask me a question that so krish uh, now i am currently learning aws or i am learning cloud what is the or do i get or do do we have job requirements like that now team i will i'll show you some two job roles which i have seen now so so this job roles are just for demo purpose i just uh, got it from the internet today and this is never uh, you know which we are providing or infrastructure is providing or anyone is providing just an example okay it's just for your understanding there is no specific information about this see this team whatever you learn in the aws security specialties here see iam security groups security hub see whatever you are learning in the whatever you are learning in the aws security specialties they what they want in this certification but just before that team before i go for this one question i commonly get is that krish when i am going for a security architect what skills i need team keep this document with you this document is mandatory for you okay this document is this is from the gartner so whenever you are learning security in the cloud platform don't take it personal team whenever you are learning security in the cloud platform either aws or azure or gcp or anything if you are becoming a cloud security slide okay if you are going to be a cloud security expert or if you want to uh, secure your profile in cloud security these are the additional skills they recommend these are the skills they recommend add on especially in my perspective this one this one this one this one 
and sometimes this also everything is important for sure team trust me this is mandatory if you want to become a cloud security architect cloud security engineer cloud security manager cloud security expert whatever it is these skills are going to make you stand on top in the any scene for sure trust me because now uh, previously the problem was i will tell you just just telling you openly team previously the problem was if if i i interview a person i have interviewed many people for many companies if i interview a person i will never think about the certification because i know that there's a lot of people just memorize the questions and go to the exam and pass the exam and give me certifications so i i was a person who hate the certifications for a long time now also i don't promote certifications a lot but especially in aws and all but now the state is changing because if you want to learn a, earn a aws exam certification or something like that you need to have the real skills point number 1 and more than memorizing the concepts you must have a proper understanding and and hands on expertise in doing that for sure and these add on skills every company will check if you go for the security job in aws make this list in your mind this is going to help you a lot for example see this team the cloud risk management cloud security architecture container security DevSecOps concepts. See these add-on skills. If you can basically add to your profile and your resume and CV, it will definitely make a change for sure. Okay, just giving a suggestion. Now, team, see this team. This is this is a very interesting job role, right? See this team. So whatever you're learning in the AWS Certified Security Specialty is what only here. I don't see anything extra here. There is the same thing only, right? I'll I'll show you one more thing here, but. If you go for this interview, if you go for this interview, they will not ask you about what. They will not ask you what is Macy or they will not ask you what is Shield. They will give you a scenario and they will do that. In any cloud interviews, they will never ask you regarding the name of the service. They ask you regarding how this can be accomplished. Okay, with what capabilities? and obviously having a linux skill or having the understanding of proper networking having a proper security skills and outside the cloud is also can be for for sure and add on for this and cd this is another job role i have seen now okay i i just remove the name of the job role also because it's a bit challenging see this team you can see that again iam god duty so everything you are learning here is there so now krish out of these things i am only aware of some 80 to 90% topics out of this whole jd you can see here out of this i can only i am only aware of some or let's suppose 70 to 80% only can i apply for this team help me can i apply for this i want to change my job help me team can i basically apply for this if you can know the core 80% topics in this particular thing i feel this can be you know you can apply for this job because what happens now team the requirements can vary from organization to organization so obviously they will ask you for multiple things that's the reason why i'm saying that team you learn the aws certified cloud security specialty especially after you know this this curriculum is changed plus you also learn these as a side things you try to learn and understand this thing read more about this understand what is the change happening to this 
so these are going to have the way you are going you know you are going to uh, mold your career so it's very important i strongly recommend is it clear team all of you and i hope this uh, you know discussion was helpful to your team like it's just not being a routine discussion to us i hope it was basically always you know yep that's it